Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Soul Authentic Podcast. My name is Lynn, the host and creator of Soul Authentic, and I welcome you here to the podcast if you are listening for the first time. For anyone that is joining us again, I thank you so much for joining me. And in today's episode, we're actually going to be able to see a astrology chart that I bring up of the collective energy. And this is going to be for all of us to reference and for those who like to watch this or look at this online through the video and however you want to look at this, you can look at it through video on YouTube or through Spotify, but I will actually be showing the transits that are going to be happening right now as we are speaking and then also bring us through a shamanic journey where we can all come together and tune into our authentic essence. So in that journey, I'm really going to focus on breathing. There's going to be a lot of breath work going to be in tune with that. It's going to be short and sweet guided meditation and also going to be anchored in relaxing the nervous system because this is something that has come up a lot recently for me is paying attention to how my body feels, paying attention to how my nervous system feels because so easy nowadays to be stuck in that fight or flight mode and just to continue on like that. And I notice myself slowing down, speaking slower and needing to take deeper breaths throughout my day while I'm talking. I mean, for example, I just did it. Just catching myself in those moments where I am just go, go, go and just finding the grounding space. Today, I had a really beautiful interview with a dear friend that will be coming on to Authentic very, very soon. And, you know, it made me realize how important it is to open up sacred space. And what does sacred space mean? To me, sacred space means that you are opening up an experience that is supported in the highest intention and with love and truth and simplicity as your intention and that's clear and i really believe that when we come into sacred space and we create that for ourselves through anything we do whether it's through something that we love such as cooking or dancing or it could be you know like walking anything really we can open open up that sacred space but i open up my podcast typically creating sacred space with me and the person that i'm bringing on usually the different guests and i realize how different that makes me feel that i realize how different that makes the other person feel and honoring that we are both present here at the same time and honoring the full presence that is here at the same time because presence is a state and an experience and also when we pay attention to what's happening in the full presence that's when a lot of magic can happen that's when time flies by and time is not even a variable right and it's really powerful to create that space where some magic can happen. And I've been noticing that a lot with the different people I bring on. 
And so each podcast to me is essentially like creating sacred space for whatever needs to come through today. And what I felt called to bring in was not only the collective transit chart for yesterday, October 13th, which is actually when I was planning to record this podcast, but also bringing in these pieces of tuning into our body, tuning into our soul authentic essence directly through a podcast itself. So if you're listening to this, then you are receiving that transmission, you're receiving the collective information, the energetics that are happening, and you're feeling a little bit into what it means to tune into soul authenticity. I definitely feel like there's this movement of leaning more into what makes you feel worthy what makes you feel authentic typically when we are living in our authenticity we feel worthy of being in our authenticity and an example of that could be let's just say you have a beautiful office and whatever it is you know you can have any type of business there but let's just say you have a massage office right you do massage therapy you're bringing clients and in that office it is designed with exactly how you want it to be designed with all of the different um, small little nuances and you have all the different tools and things and you have the beautiful massage table that you've kind of always wanted. But it wasn't because you have all those things that you're doing massage. It's because you feel worthy and that you are valuable within the landscape, within the work of massage, within the modality, the technique, and the practice in the world of massage, and that this is a skill that you're bringing that you feel that it's necessary to build the necessary sacred space around that practice. And so what I'm noticing is that there was so much authenticity, especially when that practice is anchored in something that you love anchored in something that you're naturally drawn towards and something that you've just aligned with and you've gone, you know, you've completely were like, yes, a hundred percent. Like it was a full hell yes. When that skill, that modality, that opportunity, that relationship came into your life, it was a hell yes. Or it was a natural, like, yes, no doubts, no hesitancy. Let's do it. It's those moments when we build things around that that really builds and adds to the authenticity of ourselves. And we could even be talking about the environment as well. So when we tend to create an environment around us that feels really authentic, that helps us to be in our authenticity. And I saw an amazing example of this today going to see a friend and just saying, wow, you are so authentic and embodied in what you're doing and the service you're bringing out. And, you know, there's so many pieces, not only is she doing the work, but she's providing the service and she's talking about and educating about it. But she's also created the space for that magic to happen as well. And so I feel at this point, like, so authenticity on authenticity and all these different ways to understand your higher self, your true self, you know, the one that knows, the one that's always guiding us, the inner guide. 
that is when we can really tune in to our authenticity. When we begin to not only embody what it means to to do what we want, right? Whether it's massage or it's dance or an art form or business, we can build the necessary environment around that thing in order for it to grow and to become its full manifestation and, and reach its highest potential. And that's and I feel like at the root of you know, success and this kind of like drive to make things happen is that feeling of reaching your highest potential. I feel that in my own experience, yes, you know, I'm double Capricorn rising and moon. There's so much uh, energy in me. There's so much motivation in me to want to be successful, but I've had to really define what success really means to me. And I think it's important if you're listening to this, like, have you ever asked yourself what success means for you? Have you ever asked yourself, you know, what it means for you to live a lifestyle that feels good to you every day? What does that look like? What environment does that look like? Because to reiterate, your environment becomes your sacred space and you get to create that sacred space over time. Again, I understand that it takes time to create circumstances and to change circumstances to undergo through all the transformation and the difficulties and I know that for me I've gone through that journey of like not having any money and just not knowing what the next step was and just grinding at a job that really was not fulfilling me and it took me a while to understand the sacredness of my own being and my power and my creative ability and needing to believe in that and then create the sacred space around me that also informs that as well. And so here today, I'm speaking a little bit about that. And I think that's what's really wanting to come through is this piece about your environment and creating the most supportive and nourishing environment that you can. And in that process comes a lot of responsibility, a lot of accountability, and can come a lot of change as well if we decide to do that and if we value ourselves and we value our energy there are things that we're probably going to be like no like I don't want this obstacle anymore right like I don't want this this feeling anymore um, or I need to like understand what that feeling is trying to tell me because we're constantly being given signals and this is something that I learned, you know, I learned a lot when I was beginning to open my mind to what was possible for me. And I realized, you know, your body and your mind and your spirit is are constantly communicating together in this really beautiful symbiotic way. And sometimes we, especially in the Western model, we tend to victimize or we tend to even pathologize what's going on when essentially we're being asked to look at the signals look at the signs what are the signs telling you and of course we can say okay that's woo woo you know looking at the signs of the things it's like but really your body is constantly telling you that things must change and so with that being said creating the sacred space so that way things feel in harmony around you and of course i'm speaking about this during 
so much Libra right now. We're like thick in Libra season. And it's about creating that harmonic space around you so that way you can tune in to your soul authentic self. And then you start to feel the subtleties of things that don't align anymore. And you can actually take the responsibility or even confront that thing and say, okay, what is this really about? What is that like feeling that I'm I'm experiencing really about? Is it something that I'm doing? Is it a behavior that I'm engaging in? Is it a pattern that I haven't fully come to terms with or owned up to? And so this piece about sacred space and cultivating that for yourself has multiple functions. It has the function of allowing magic to happen within that sacred space. Two, it definitely has this way of allowing you to be in harmony right when you get into that space. It's like this association that we create within our brains and our neural pathways. We kind of get to build that for ourselves wherever we are. And we create these habits, right? And that, those habits actually can be really grounding and really anchoring and nourishing for us rather than being something that feels a little bit heavy or doesn't feel so supportive to our body every day. So there's a, like so many pieces here that sacred space can, can come in and like share a lot of wisdom. And a lot of traditions, especially Native American traditions as well, like to talk a lot about creating sacred space. And I honor those tr traditions because they were really bringing some medicine in about the environment around us and how the environment around us actually has a lot of impact to how we feel and what we think and what we believe and the kind of creatures that we become. And so... In anything that you do, think about not only yourself being in the present moment and being mindful of what you're doing, but also the space that you're creating and the space that is being created around you. And I think that I love taking that higher perspective and looking at those, looking at those things. And I feel that right now, many of us are asking the question of, you know, I'm feeling anxiety or I'm feeling a certain way, but yet I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I I need to experiment with this thing and something with this, like my mind-body connection. And, you know, there's all those pieces as well to take account of. But one important piece that I feel like that is not talked about often is the sacred space that we create for ourselves on a daily basis. And one of the most important pieces within that is the the room that we we stay in, right? Like the house that we live in, our sanctuary or wherever our sanctuary is. Because we are beings of, of habit. We are creatures of habit. We are those beings that desire safety and love and connection and support. And I believe that inherently that's a really beautiful thing because that helps us to connect with other beings that feel similar to us. And so creating that for yourself, allowing that cultivation of safety and sanctuary to to be conscious and to be created with a lot of awareness and intention as well. So I realized that and I learned that as I've been doing a lot of interviews with people and just bringing them into like a sacred space of this temple that I'm creating of Soul Authentic. 
And I really honor that. And I just honor each one of you who are listening to me now coming into that sacred space as well, because not only is this about me, but this is more about you and what you receive from this and your journey. And the big reason why I I actually have this podcast is not only to talk about what I'm going through, actually less about that, but more about what others are going through and how what is shared in this space can be of help to others how this magic can really turn into something that's powerful for another being i'm starting to anchor that truly truly into my being especially into this this the seed of soul authentic and it's really blooming in such beautiful ways having different guests on who align with the podcast as well and so i'm so thankful for that and we'll transition to the transits chart so if you're watching this on video podcasts you can actually tune into the video and see the chart that i actually put up so i will put that up now okay so if you're looking at the screen then you are seeing the transits chart for october 13th 2022 So why did I decide to put up a chart and talk about it today? Well, I love looking at things from a higher perspective, but I also love getting granular with it. Um, My partner loves to say that he likes to take like the inward zoom in and then like the zoom out, right? So I love doing that as well. I'm like talking granularly about like what's happening on the day to day, but then like going way out into the collective seeing the universal energies and how they're interacting with each other. So today we are feeling a little bit of these similar energies because this is just a day ago when this podcast was recorded. So today this is recorded on October 13th. And actually this is, so today this is recorded on October 14th and the transits chart is for October 13th. So This is actually when the podcast was supposed to be created, and I was, and it wasn't until things had to happen in between that, actually me creating, actually me cultivating sacred space for my work had to happen in order for me to get here now. So I felt like it was necessary for me to put up this chart to talk a little bit about the sacred space, talk a little bit about the journey of what it took for me to get to here now. And I was really going through like a reorganization of, okay, where should things be in my my home and where should I put my space and where can I create and and really honoring that. So I thought it was necessary to put this chart up. So I'm going to start with speaking into Libra since we are in Libra season and we're going to be quickly quickly transitioning to Scorpio very, very soon. But I want to give a lot of homage to Libra. Of course, there's been a lot of change recently. Um, a lot of people that I know who have you know, Aries in their chart or even Libra in their chart are going through major activations. I recently just gave a... I recently just gave a reading to a woman that had six placements of Libra in her chart. And it was incredible what she was saying, that she was just really awakening to her power and 
remembering that like okay she's meant to be of service and how is she and like letting go of things there's a lot of energy happening in terms of those two uh, signs like that polarity as well so if you have planets within libra or within aries just know during this time you are going to be activated there are going to be a lot of maybe some difficulties some challenges you may even feel more fatigued during this time as well so just looking out for that if you have those signs really predominant in your chart that it's kind of normal to start feeling a little bit either more fatigued um, if you're an Aries and then if you're a Libra just feeling a little bit more pumped up because it's your time right it's your time to shine so as we are actually transitioning through fall as well so we are in fall season and there's a lot of change even within that season right like the leaves begin to change trees begin to change like nature begins to shift its course it's becoming a little bit colder especially in the northern hemisphere and so here we're beginning to see a little bit more of a contraction in terms of things that are happening collectively in the universal energies so we're going to be experiencing the new moon in scorpio very soon i believe on october 23rd and when the new moon is going to be in a Scorpio, that's going to be an eclipse. So that's the beginning of the eclipse season within October and towards the end of this year. Many of us are going to be feeling that awakening, right? Especially the Aries, especially the Libras, the Scorpios, the Taurians, and also the Leos and the Aquarians. We're definitely going to feel those. We're going to feel those like those, those hits of, okay, something needs to change. Something's happening at the surface and yet it's unexplainable and and something's coming, Like, but I just don't know what it is. I know that I felt that. I'm also a Leo. There's been a lot of shift happening. Just know that if you are feeling the shift, even if you're not one of those signs, it's all happening collectively. One thing that is pointing out to me right now as I'm speaking is I'm looking right at Pluto. That Pluto and Capricorn is just getting my eye and that Pluto and Capricorn has been there for a while, but it's actually going to transition out of Pluto into Aquarius in 2023, I believe. And there's a lot happening, especially on that level with Pluto. There's this shift in energetics with the feminine energy and the masculine energy. And I'm not talking about gender here. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about the energetics behind things the energetics behind all things there's a lot of shift in the way the narrative is going the way that the creative feminine is awakening and how she's being embodied i mean you see it all over the place you see it all over um social media like people are awakening to their power however the way we talk about it and the way we are presenting it and what it really means to be fully genuinely embodied aligned with our higher self or our soul authentic self is changing as well and so with those kind of tides sh shifting with that feminine energy and that masculine energy shifting the way we need to talk and communicate and relate with each other is shifting as well so there's that there another really key part here that i want to speak about is Eris, this is kind of an interesting thing that I haven't really talked about before and a newer topic for me, but lately I've been in tuning a lot more into the asteroids, but Eris is this sign here and Eris is actually named after a goddess 
that represents chaos and discord. I have recently dug a little bit into Iris, but to me, what I feel from Iris is actually more of Kalima or Pluto, but Pluto in more of a feminine energetic. And what that means is more of an embodied, kind of raw, vulnerable, primal part of Pluto. Or even the destruction, like that feeling of things really need to like, things really need to be let go. Things really need to go through destruction. Not saying like literally, but saying like in the life cycle of the things, things have to go through that rebirth and that death and that transformation. Eris is that placement of here is something that needs to be changed in the way that we understand it now. As we can see, Eris is going to be in the first house in Aries. And I'm looking at this chart in whole sign and tropical as well. And, you know, Eris is really going to change the way we understand ourselves and how we think about ourselves and how we relate to other people. I feel like this moment right now is a lot about understanding our own relational intelligence, how we understand other people's emotions, how we tap into our own emotions, how we relate to our body. I mean, it's all about relating and the fluidity of that and how like we can become more tolerant and patient with other people on their process and ourselves and having compassion for that. Eris being here in the first house is all about changing and rebelling against the things that kind of don't feel like us and the things that we've been taught to be who we are but is not actually authentic to who we are, to our soul. And right now, so many of us are kind of unraveling those layers of, yeah, you know, actually, this is something that I believe. This is like a, a habit or a, a belief that I've had about myself for a really long time, but I just don't know why, like, it's time I need to let that go. And I've kind of been seeing this over and over again with different people and even myself, but it's time that we go through this change that helps us grow to our higher potential. And just as a reminder, like all these planets, astrology, all these different traditions that give us wisdom, that pass on this oral wisdom, is all about tuning us into our highest potential, wanting us to be the highest version of ourselves. And so remembering that as well. And it's actually really interesting because for a long time, I knew that I wanted to create a podcast. I knew that I wanted to talk and have deep conversations and record them with different people. And it wasn't until I just was like, you know what, I need to do it. And just that Capricorn in me just just what goes for it. And I've been going through a lot of revolutions within myself in terms of like what I believe and who I am and even how I dress and you know, I'm always kind of going through that, especially with having so many planets in Capricorn in my first house. But now it's almost like, okay, I can, I can allow these things to fall and allow these things to let go and surrender to them 
let go of control and accept what needs to come through and trust in that process. There's a lot of trusting happening here. In order to rebel against something, we almost have to trust in something higher, right? So I'm trusting in myself and my ability more than the fear of not doing it. So just let that sit for a moment. What can we have more faith in more than our fear, more than our angst, more than our our anger or that triggered emotion? What do we believe in more than what that other charged emotion is or what that feels like? So just like sitting with that question today, allowing that to just settle in. And as we come to a close on just the astrology, and I will definitely do more videos and and incorporate more of the transit charts in the video podcast because I definitely feel like they add so much more of like a an embodied layer here and a visual aspect that I think is really powerful. To speak a little bit more on the the eclipse season that's going to be happening in the new moon and then the full moon and Taurus is also going to happen as well. That is going to be a time again of major change. It's going to be illuminating things that may have been brought up months ago and even years ago so many of us are actually feeling that major shift so if you are going to be feeling the major shifts during these times which is going to be october november and even to the end of the year just remember to find something that you can create and channel your energy into and i think that's kind of the strongest thing that's coming through for me right now is bringing in this piece of air, creativity, and channeling that fire into something that lights you up. And because we're going to have the earth and the water, especially being activated during that time, it's necessary to create balance and harmony with the other elements. So bringing in the creativity, bringing in the stimulation that actually feels nourishing, rather than the stimulation that ungrounds you and kind of like brings you into another completely different headspace and bringing in the fire that feels nourishing as well and not pathological that's 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 creativity and creating from the heart and speaking from the heart space as well so with that being said i'm going to transition over to the shamanic journey and let us all come together in sacred space so coming together now in sacred space I'll begin to drum and if you're not able to join if you're driving please join us another time anytime you do join you will be held in this sacred space taking a moment to tune into your breath and just Paying attention to your breath, feeling the in and out, feeling how your body rises and it falls. And just feeling into your temple body, tuning into your breath. Just knowing that your breath can be the guiding light. It can be your anchor in any moment. In particular, breathing into the belly, into the lower belly, into the lower abdomen. This is your energy center. This is your sacral center. We often call it Dantian within Chinese medicine or Qigong. 
taking a moment to breathe, breathing into the lower belly. As I create the sacred space, this digital platform, this temple space for all of us to come together, to learn, to share wisdom, to hear each other's stories, to understand the energetics of what's happening in our lives, to feel empowered, to remember our truth, our essence. As I create this temple space, remember that you are supported, that you are guided, you are loved at all times. So taking a deep breath into the lower belly, into the side, letting it out. And that you are guided, you are loved in space. And your next breath, calling in your sacred, your sacred space around you, wherever you are, paying attention to the sounds. What are you feeling? What are you hearing? What are you tasting? into your senses is another way to ground ourselves to our temple bodies. Breathing into the lower belly, calling in our authentic essence here all together. May we join as a community, may we join as beings walking together creating sacred space around us all the time, creating impact in what we do for the betterment of ourselves, of our community, for the environment, and planet Earth. Taking another deep breath into that. And I recommend you in your heart, in your mind's eye, calling forth your soul authentic self, your soul authentic essence, calling in, I call in my soul authentic essence here and now, I breathe that in, allowing that to be with you all throughout the day, knowing that you're completely guided and supported in that process, alignment, taking another deep breath as we come to a close, after this you feel inspired and relaxed, joyful, empowered. Taking another deep breath into the lower belly. So I want to thank everyone that joined me today for the podcast. It's been an amazing journey so far to just share what's been happening with the podcast, what's been on the minds and the hearts of so many of the people I've brought on and how inspiring they are with each one of their journeys. It's such an honor to to have them on. And so I want to thank you again. It wouldn't be the podcast without you. And so thank you so much for joining me here today. And I will catch you on the next episode. Ciao.